0: Good evening. Hope you are all doing well. Today we are learning Maseches Sukkah, Daf and we're starting at a Mishnah about a quarter of the way down a new Mishnah. And while this Mishnah does have what to do with Sukkah, we'll be speaking more globally uh, about a very important idea, and that is that uh, as the Mishnah opens here, Shluche Mitzvah Turin Minas If you are involved in doing a particular Mitzvah, so then. You are going to be Pater Rashi here on the Mishnah. Rashi is a little more than halfway down at the opening of the new Mishnah. He writes, mitzvah, Holche Baderech Mitzvah uh, Lilmod Torah Hakbil Rabo Veliftos Shvuyim." An interesting uh, conglomerate of mitzvos. Why not every other of the uh, of the Ramah mitzvos that are mitzvos? I say, okay, good. Uh, o- Omer Dorsheni. What? Why is that a anyway? Why is what a chiddush? No, what is it? What's the no, question is why why did rashi select these three it's no, not my question is why did the mission mention it we know that already you know that how do you know that that's the Gemara today. That's what the Gemara is going to analyze with two different approaches. You're you're under the assumption that you know it from elsewhere. This is where we know it from. This is the this is the primary marimakel. So if that's I the. Chart of mitzvah, go in order. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first din of the Mishnah, which is that uh, shluche mitzvah p'tur mina suka. The dogma. Let's say that I have to drive to a bris and it's very very far on one of the days of sukkah. So I can eat without a sukkah on those particular. even Rashi doesn't say that mitzvah. But lechora any mitzvah as I say would be the case. It's shluche mitzvah. I have no way to eat in a sukkah. I, what am I supposed to do? Okay, so you go grab food in a gas station or if you're healthy, you bring fruit, fruit or something like that. <laughs> or you get food in a gas station, and then you eat it in the car, and everything is fine, because mitzvah termina sukkah. And as well, din number two, cholen um sham shehen termina sukkah. If there are people who are ill, of course, they're potter from sukkah, chola, that's obvious. The chiddish of the Mishnah, in case number two here is um sham shehen, even the people who are tethered to them in that they are the caretakers, they as well are potter from eating in a sukkah. And lastly, ochlen vishosin aray chutzla sukkah, the third din of our Mishnah, not connected to the others, um, other than it's categorically in, re, in regards to what is not required to be in a sukkah, but the third din of the Mishnah is that one can eat and drink aray outside of the sukkah, and that we'll learn some of these dinim as we move along. So, asks the question: the text was just asking, "Minahanimili? How do we know how do we know that there's a din of shulchan mitzvah p'tur, and mina sukkah?" So, says the Gemara, there are two different uh, approaches. Here's approach number one: Tanu The rabbis have taught us the Psukim of Kriyashma, the beveisecha." And what does what do these words mean? Prat le ossek You have to say Shema when you're shivtach secha, when you're sitting in your home, when you are sitting in your home, except for those who are ossek Bemitzvah. What does uvalecht to mean? Says the Gemara, Prat le chasan. Huh, what is that? Why did you separate those two? The previous one said Prat le ossek Bemitzvah, and then uvalecht to means Prat le Why did you do that? So there's a gorgeous Rashi here. This Rashi is the first of the long lines, at least in my uh, layout of the Gemara here. Dibur Uh, And Rashi has a little bit of an arichus. We're going to learn it because it's beautiful. And Rashi makes the following uh, distinctions. The chassan is also being involved in a mitzvah. What was the first part of the drusha that we said in the b'risa? We said, and then you later delineated... Achassin, ah, why did you do that? We really needed both parts of the pasuk. The part of the pasuk of b'shiftecha beve'secha, which excludes people from the mitzvah of uh, from any mitzvah when they're involved in another mitzvah, and as well the din of ah, the i have a chad. If there was only one of them, keiv on the chasan la behedik siv b'kra. That really, there's no pasuk in chomish that says anything about a chasan at all. Have a lo a kasuv elatoreach ve osem mitzvah biyadayim o mahalech mitzvah. That the only exemption is someone who is being osik biyadaim in a mitzvah. Right now, I'm traveling to mitzvah X. I'm working on pigeon shvuyim. Fine. But the chasin is not being osak bimitzvah, he's tarud bimitzvah. He could be doing nothing, but he's tarud. So that's a huge hakira. It's a little surprising the Gemara doesn't bring this, this thing. We'll see it a little bit later. The Gemara does, but it's strange that the Gemara doesn't bring it here. But Rashi goes through this as well. Avalchasin continues, Rashi, fourth line of the middle width lines. Avalchasin shu, Yoshevu batel ve'eno osak. He's not doing anything. Yeah, the mitzvah of Tashmish is a mitzvah of Doraisa under certain circumstances, and it's not a pashid mitzvah. Fine. Hilkach mikra, Yeseir Rashmina, the patami Krishma, de tarbi makshevus, the the marchava of the mitzvah of Tashmashamita under those circumstances with the Basula, as we will see shortly. So then uh, he is Pater even though he is not doing anything biadayim, nothing. He is totally sitting still. Is, nothing's happening. He's not He's not walking. He's All he's doing is thinking and the thinking alone is enough to create for a Tirda. It so says the Gemara Mikan Amru from this drasha of Pratla Khasan, we've learned the following distinction Akone Sesa if one enters into marriage with the basula, so then Pater he's going to be exempt from the mitzvah of Kriyashma Vesha but a woman who has already been married, so then the tiered of the mitzvah is different for a woman who has already been married, and therefore chayev, he would be obligated to keep uh, to say shema uh, even on that night when they are are, are wed. So says the Gemara, my mashma, how does uh, how do we understand all of these drushas? So Amravuna ki derech or kiderech, as some of the Gemaras have it, from the words of Alech Ma Derech just like when a person goes out of their house. I want to go somewhere, so they choose to go somewhere. Today I went to my in-laws for a barbecue. I chose to go there. I, I actually didn't choose to go there. I was, told, I was told I was going there. I didn't really choose anything. But uh, let's be under the assumption for just a moment that there was some autonomy. So then, hi, Rachi, I love you very much. So then, maderech uh, I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> just like when a person leaves their house <laughs> I gotta explain <laughs> Just like when, when a person leaves their house, they get to choose, and any other time, that's true, to exclude, mitzvah. So if a person leaves their house for their own choice, they're making a decision on their own, they're a chayv in all mitzvah. But if you're leaving your house because of a mitzvah, so then you'd be potter. So says the Gemara, that can't be pshat in the Pasuk, who says that's what the Pasuk is talking about when it says maybe pshat in the Pasuk is Maybe when the Pasuk says it, you're, it's not talking about leaving your house for something that's a rishos. Maybe it's talking about leaving your house for something that's a mitzvah. And still the Torah says you should, you should say shema. says the Gemara, no, you can't say that. In Cain, if that were to be true, if we were to assume that you were leaving your house to do a mitzvah, so then lay b'sheves uveleches. It should have had a different language. Why did it say, Beshivtacha baderach? right? Why would it say that? What is it? Where are we here? Beshivtacha bevesecha uvelechtacha vaderach. Why does it say, Beshivtacha uvelechtacha? Identifying the you part. Vulechtacha. So it says the Gemara, My beshivtacha vulechtacha. Veleches didach de mechayeves. When the walking is motivated by your own volitions, then of course you're going to be chayev, Obviously but that's where you're going to have the exemption, says the Gemara, if that's true, well, there's still tirda de Mitzvah of some degree with an dami. it should still be the case that when one marries a woman who's already been married, so then the Halacha should be that he should still have tirda de Mitzvah, he should still be putter from the Mitzvah of Kriyashma, says the Gemara, there is a difference between them, there's a, a greater level of tirda with a basula when one marries a basula. And that's different than when one marries an almana. So says the Gemara, the tirda alone is sufficient to create a p'tur heicha Under all circumstances, when you feel, feel tirda, uh, I feel I feel stress. We all feel stress many times of the day, many, many nights of the year. So on all of those nights, we're going to be puter from the mitzvah of Shema. Tirda alone? Is tirda... Let's ask the question halachically. Is being tarud enough of a reason to not be chayon mitzvahs? What if I'm tar because of a totally non-religious issue I I have an an anxious day. I feel tired. I'm pater from the mitzvah of sukkah. I'm pater from the mitzvah of shema. How can that be? It says the Gemara, Is tirda alone in a vacuum enough, (laughs) tirda alone enough to say that you're going to be pater? I was just remembering that. (laughs) Okay, well, to the... It says the Gemara, the tirta can't be enough. Elameyata, if tirta alone is enough, then tavas finasso bayam, let's say that a person hears, oh, there's a big hole in your, in your boat, it's sinking. So now he fears, feels that his yacht was millions of dollars. He hears now on Shabbos afternoon, or let's so say Shabbos morning before our Shema, he hears that his whole boat is in the middle of sinking. Loading, loaded up with water. So should we say he's pater hachanami de pater b'chitem hachanami? And if you want to say that maybe this guy Taka should be pater because of Tirda, I'll give you a case that you can't argue. The haomar of Abba Barzavda amarav, and we will speak about him in more length for the rest of the day after this uh, sogyal. The of Abba amarav, ovel amuras After burial, an avil is obligated in all mitzvahs in the Torah with one exception, chutzminat and shaharei ne'emar bohen pe'er. What greater tear does that than losing a loved one? You think that uh, someone, no, no way. If you've lost a loved one, you know you can't focus on anything. Yet the halacha is not that way. We see this. Uh, it's, it's like, you know, Hillel is mechaev esho'aniyim to learn Torah. The Avil is the mechaev of every other tier than the world. There's no greater tier. Though. And nevertheless, we see that your chayev and all mitzvahs with the exception of tefillin for a technical reason, because of the psukim. I thought, so, I thought we have to be very, not that day, not that day. That's a machlokes in the Rishonim, between the Bale Atosfos and, uh, I want to say, the Rambam. I think that's a din bayaninus. Let's say if a burial happens at uh, 2 p.m., so that morning you wake up, you're not allowed to put on tefillin because you're an onin. Um, and then after the burial, there's a dune in the Rishonim if you put on tefillin. So we paskin that you you do not wear tefillin for that day. Because your day started with a p'tur, mamish, so the whole day is, a, is null and void for that mitzvah. Are you allowed to? Not with a bracha. That's a it might even be a bracha if you take it that far. If the Baliatos atos was right and we do hold like them, so that would be the din. That's a din of Aninus. and the mephorshim here explain this is only true on the first day when the burial and the death were on the same day. That's actually in the Rishonim, separate sugya altogether. But the Rishonim discussed that uh, whether or not um, whether or not avelus is doraisa. Is avelus a din reisa, din so, there the Mephorshim say that Avelus is a Din del raisa if the death and burial are in the same day. So, like in Eretz Yisrael, where the burials are like chick chock, they don't, everything is super rapid. If a person is a mace in the morning, they're buried by afternoon. That day is a Din del raisa of Avelus, and the rest of the time is all Dorabonon. Other Rishonim hold that there's no such thing as Avelus Say even if the mace is, uh, and the Mis and the, the Kfar are the same day. But nevertheless, in this case, we're only talking about the first day, and we're saying that the Avel, the Avel is going to be held accountable. He has to say Shema that day. So then the guy whose boat is sinking, (laughs) too bad. Get your stuff together. You got to be able to say, uh, you got to be able to say Shema. It says the Gemara. And you're right. It's not just Tirda. Tarid tirda de mitzvah. When it comes to the chassan, and we say that the chassan who's marrying a basula, that he's potter from the mitzvah of Kriya Shema, It's not stam tirda. It's not tirda. In, in, just in a vacuum, it's tirda de mitzvah. It's a I'm tarud with a mitzvah in the Torah, and because I'm passionate about that mitzvah, and because there's a tirda in accompanying that particular mitzvah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm potter from shema that night. So that's over there by the case of Avelus. Unbelievable. What an unbelievably powerful content. To say that, yeah, the Avelus is done after day one. You're going to be obligated. Even that day on day one, you're going to have to say Shema that night. If the burial is at 2 p.m., you still have to say Shema that night. Unbelievable idea. What? So Rashi, Rashi has a crazy language. We're going to we'll learn it. Uh, where, where is this Rashi? Is it over here on the next page? I think it's on the next page. Yeah, we'll get there. But Rashi, a very, a very powerful Rashi about this very idea about the need to be in control of one's feelings. Um, when it comes even to the world of avelos, but let's continue here uh, in the meantime. The Gemara says, "Wait a second! This whole mari makom, all of this, the pasuk of of kamecha, that was the pasuk that you brought as a riot to the Mishnah's opening line that shluche mitzvah are pturmina asks the Gemara four or five lines from the bottom. We don't learn it from there. We learn it from somewhere else. hasam nafka. We learn it from the following b'risa. and psukim and chumash. Tanya, vayhi anoshim asher hayut mein lenefesh adam. And they were not able to bring the korban pesach because they were tummy. So says the gemara. Osham anoshim mihayu. Who is the pasuk speaking about when it says that there were people who couldn't bring the korban? It says the gemara, Aaron no no Yosef hayu. It was the people who were carrying the bones of Yosef, and they were tamei mace because they were obviously they were carrying the bones of Yosef. And uh, you know we know we know this principle that even if it's a small amount, uh, even if it's etzem kis or you're going to be tamei. This was a skeleton of, of a human being, so Pasha, there's going to be Tuma. So that was see and he says that's what the pasuk meant. Top of Kafheim Aleph, Rebekiva omer No Safan, Hayu. These were the two, the two people who were responsible who were taking care of Nadav and Avihu so then there that's why they were Tommy that's what the pasuk is speaking about so it says the Bryce so hold on one second in both cases they were able to have enough time to become Tahor before the Korban Pesach. How do we know that? Take a look at Rashi, the fifth line of Rashi, first short line. Rashi, dibor ha im nose arono shel yosef wa mishal ve'al safan ha-yuchol en What does Rashi say? Take a look at the math. Sheharei, ve'echad ve'nisan hukam Kama mishkan We know that on the first of Nisan, that's when the mishkan was actually built. V'shenilo, on the second day of Nisan, saraf el azar asapara she yazu altme'e meis shebohen la'asos pischen because on day two they brought the carbon they, they brought the, the, the para they brought the brought the para Duma and all you need is seven days. So by the time the ninth day of Nissan came around, you're Tahur. So, it can't be either of these cases that the Brysa recommended, either the case of the ones who were carrying the Aran of Yosef, or the case of uh, Mishael and El who were taking care of Nadav and Avihu. So, therefore, on line five, the Gemara says, You're right. They were dealing with a mace Mitzvah who needed to be buried. And the seventh day of their Torah process fell out on Arab Pesach. On that day, they were not able to bring the Korban Pesach. So what do we see? We have the mitzvah of Meis mitzvah. And because we have the mitzvah of Meis mitzvah, even if it falls out in such a way where the seventh day of your Tumah falls out on Erev Pesach, to the point that you cannot bring the Korban Pesach, you're still obligated to do the Meis mitzvah, which means So the Gemara says, why did you give me No, we have it from another source already. It seems to be that we have two distinct sources one that's expressed and the other that's implied, but both of whom indicate that there is definitely Osek be mitzvah, pater mitzvah, so to this, the Gemara answers with a regular uh, structure that we're familiar with, which is referred to as a Tzrichusa. We have Tzricha. So it says the Gemara, a quarter of the way down, 10, 12 lines down. Tzricha, we need both marimakomos. Makomos. We need the the Mekom that we just learned about the Mase Mitzvah. And we need the marimakom that we learned about uh, Kriyashma, that the Chasna on, on the, the night of his wedding, who's marrying a Basula, is going to be Pater from Shema Tzricha. The and If we were talking about the case of Korban Pesach, Mishum Mata's Mat with the Pesach. It wasn't yet Pesach when you did the mitzvah. When did you do the Mitz mitzvah? Seven days before Arab Pesach. You did it on the 7th of Nisan or the 8th of Nisan, depending on how the counting works out. Here in our case of the Chassan, they're all coinciding perfectly. The chuppah is right before Meirib. What do you want to do? It like, it's not like the other case where the mitzvah was prior to the tirda. The mitzvah was uh, seven days ago with the mace. And now you're stuck seven days later. You're not even dealing with the mace anymore. But in our case, there's an overlapping of the mitzvah of Shema and the tirda of the chasen. So aim malo, I might have thought that Pesach is different. Therefore, we had to teach the case of Pesach. If we only would have had our first source, that a chasen is pater, from the mitzvah of Kriya Shema, because of the of the mitzvah. So that's Mishum Deleka Kares, because when it comes to that issue of Shema, there's only two mitzvahs in the Torah that have an Esr Kares, uh, that, that are mitzvah saseh that have an ister kares, and that's brismila, and that's korban pesach. So since by korban pesach we have a din kares, okay? Aval Hasam the ikkareis emalo. I might have thought the halacha was different by kriyashma because korban pesach is more severe in its consequences. They're both mitzvah saseh, but korban pesach has an ister kares, and kriyashma doesn't have an ister kares. So emalo. So therefore tzrichai needed both of them. So really both marimikomos are essential. So in short, if you were to say why are shluche mitzvah p'tur mina, p'tur mina a mitzvah, so the answer is. For two different reasons. One is that we learned from And the other is from the Pasuk by uh, by by Mace, by the Pasuk by Pesach, which is a case of Mace Mitzvah. And we needed both cases because the cases had different features. Whereas by the Chasin, the tirda and the Mitzvah happened in the same time. But by, by Pesach, the tirda was way earlier, seven days earlier, and the mitzvah was seven days later. No. So therefore, we needed both Mari Mukomos, and that brings us to um, to the line of Gufa, one third of the way down. This will be rapid until near the end of the page. We'll stop uh, two, three lines before the end of the page. The need to bury that person so <clears throat> allows you to not bring the korban pesach time. So that's oshek the mitzvah, paltar mitzvah. The one you were osakin was seven days earlier, but it, it had a domino effect. It's your tummy now. Your tummy mates for seven days, even with a paraduma. It's still Yaza, you know, on Ravine on shvi. You still need to become tahor. So there was a seven day a seven day stall after the after the mitzvah, right? So that was the chiddush here. So uh, we're sure. Sure. With with tumer, isn't it a case of that another person becomes tuma by Making another person Taha. isn't it? Like they're evolving. That's true. By by Paraduma, yeah. the person who is yadze will also. So you're always going to have a situation where somebody's not going to be Tar for Karbun Pesach. So. But that that that's like an assumption of every single year. That happens every year. The people are taming. How many people die within Pesach, within a week of Pesach? How many people are sick? How many? There's. It happens every year. It's like mm-hmm. a. Like a, just like a, an, it's like a, a rate of attrition. We can assume in any year I'm approximating, that 10 to 15% of Klai Yisrael could not bring the korban Pesach for whatever reason. You have Araylim. There's a hundred reasons why people can't bring their their Bederach rechoka which the Gemara spoke about. They're stuck on a boat. What are you going to do? Yeah? They're on a boat for a month. You know, the boat that, the, there are a lot of boats that were held stuck in the waters for a very long time when COVID hit because nobody wanted to take anybody into their ports. So there are a lot of these kinds of things every year that was the case. But you're correct, yeah. It's just one of the various dominant no effects of this, so let's go back to a line that we saw of Rav Abba Bar Zavda, and we're going to see three such lines from him, and then we'll wrap up. Even though a person is beavelos, he is obligated to keep all of the mitzvahs of the Torah. So says the Gemara that his exemption, the one exemption that day, is from the mitzvah of tefillin. Because the Kaddish Baruch was speaking to Yechezkel when he was in Avelus, and he said specifically to Yechezkel during Avelus pe'ercha chavu shalecha, that you should wear your tefillin. You and only you during your Avelus should be wearing tefillin. But everybody else is in Avelus they're going to be putter, and all of the other mitzvahs are going to be required. The Hanimili and this exemption that a person is not required to wear tefillin be Avelus, it's only true on the first day the word vacharisa, in this case, referencing the first day, is kiyomar, like that bitter day. Only that day is the day when you're putter. And as well, uh, another line from Rav Abba Barzavda, what does he say? The Amar of Abba Barzavda, Amar Rab, line number two of his for the day, Ovel Chayi Okay, Shita. I mean, like, you know, if you're obligated to do every mitzvah under the sun except for filling okay, thank you. I mean, it's a little, a little bit, a little explicit. <laughs> Morning. Right. What, what, is canceled out? what is the definition? It, it, it Would it be implied from the Gemara that it's a first-day Avil? But it doesn't matter. You're, not an or you're, or you're, not an you're an Avil. You're an yeah, Avil. Yeah. Of course you're an Avil. Michael's right. Valis what? It really begins after young. What? Michael's correct. Valis that what? begins after so, Right. Oh, oh wow. you're saying oh, about, how, how, about. Yantif, how Yantif interrupts Avelos, you're saying? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, about. I didn't even think about that. does the Rashi here speaks about that? Peshita. Ma'ish nohamish har mitzvahs dashminun rab le'el da'aval chai b'chala mitzvahs? There, he doesn't talk about it there. I don't know. assumption is avav toch shiva What what I is talking about, not anything beyond that. Yeah, you but just you're just not say, an avel. There's no such thing. That's Michael's question. You're not. A, you're not an avelus. Avelus doesn't start until the burial. You're not an onen either, because yeah. an onen is only an onen to be pater for is when you're able to bury someone. Right. So until you're able to bury someone, which is let's call it yomtov shenishal, whatever, whatever the earliest time is. there's a discussion: Can you do a burial on of shenishal? Shogalias, those are those are shilas not in postkim today, but they're shilas in conceptual havaha. But so it's a great question. I have no idea. Excellent question. Anyways, the Gemara says here um, without uh, a good answer, but the Gemara says that if a person is be'avelos, he's still chayv in sukkah. So it says the Gemara pshita. How can it be that you're teaching me something so obvious? hoel bar zavda rav that meets is pater minas sukkah. So it says the Gemara. I might have thought that because of Avdabar, Rav Zavda Bar, Rav Abba Bar Zavda Amarav taught me a separate halacha, which we'll spend time speaking about at another point. That Mitztair is Patermina Sukkah, that in general, if a person is Bitzar because, as Rashi highlights, because of weather or, or because of the smell of the Schach, for whatever reason that draws you out of the Sukkah because of, uh, of Mitztair, so Haynami who that this person who's Be'avelus is also Mitztair. If Mitztair is Patermina Sukkah, you get to decide that it's only because of the cold and because of the hot and because of the bad smell. No, the person's bizarre for personal reasons, says the Gemara, and this is a wild line. And we are going to see a very critical Rashi. Kamashmalan hani dememela. The only time that we have mitzarah patermina minasuka is when it is tzara dememela. Take a look at Rashi. Rashi is about eight nine lines from the bottom of the page. What are the what is considered to be tzara dememela? The automatic. Uh, natural occurring ones, she has sukkah mitzah to the sukkah is the one that's causing the tzar. And the Rashi says the hot or the cold, or the smell of that which you used for srach back in the Gemara, Aval But here in our case where there's an avail, ihu he, he's allowing himself to be bitzar. And then it says the Gemara, just uh, a very, very high level of therapy. Mm-hmm. It says the Gemara, <laughs> He has to create yeshuvah das within himself. Take a look at Rashi again. Rashi's eight lines from the bottom of the page. Mi li chova alav, Leyashev Wow, even be'avellust. The halachic standard, even be'avelus, is that you need to be able to create yishuv hadas within yourself to properly fulfill a mitzvah. Rain pulls you out of the sukkah. Avelus for a loved one does not. It's an unbelievable standard of emotional control that you need to be in such good control that even if you've lost a loved one and you have a mitzvah upon you, you've gotta find a way to generate yishuv hadas. Really, a very, very high level. Okay, let's continue. That if there is a Hassan, a groom, and those are his uh, the, the, the close friends, the chuppah, everyone who's involved in the in the in the wedding party, they're all exempt from the sukkah for all seven days. So if someone gets married the day before Sukkot, they're mamish Says the Gemara, my time, huh? because they have to be they have to be chad, they have to be very happy. Uh, okay, well, if they have to be very happy. I don't know. So go eat your meals in the sukkah and be happy in the sukkah. Why do you have to be happy in the place where the wedding took place? No, because we assume that the chupa like they like they like built a chuppah somewhere and they would like stay there for for like the whole time of the of the of this of the first week they would be staying there and the simcha's only in that place okay but fine maybe we can separate out go eat in the sukkah and then come back to the chuppah place that's where you're going to be happy great go do that ain't simcha al sudam. sorry you got it. It says the Gemara, that it, has to be, uh, it has to be that the Simcha is Suda. Why doesn't a person just decide to get married inside their sukkah? Then the place where they eat, the place where they get married, is all the same place. Uh, we can't do that we, because we, we are going to have some concerns about Yichud. Um, and the says we're concerned about Tzar hasan. So the way that these concerns play out in the postgame is that, let's say the husband goes inside and then a man... Or to come wish a mazel tov, and the only person in the sukkah is the woman, the new bride. So then you could run into some yichud shilas. That's a, that's fascinating. It would have to be under a case where the husband was not supposed to come back, because if it's not a person who's nichnas v'yotz. Rashi explains they built all their sukkahs out of the way on the roof. Yeah, Rashi says they built. I saw that Rashi. They built them all on their roof, so it's a little bit still far removed. It doesn't solve the question I'm asking, though, which is the chassan has to be more than nine minutes away from the house. He has to be, because otherwise, if he's coming back, or even the risk of him coming back ruins yichud. So I just asked Rabbi Robinson a shy by whatever it was. The answer was basically if there's any chance that someone could walk in, then it's not Yikhur anymore. That's true. So obviously in this case, you have to come up with the Ukimta. He went he went to Target <laughs> eight minute walk each direction. <laughs> so saying you have to there has to be zero fear that someone could walk in for there to be an isra Yichud. Okay, fine. So that's his concern. And Tzar Hassan, Rashi says here Tzar Hassan, it's uh, the fourth line before the end of the page. and Rashi says, it's a, it's a public place. it la ella three walls. and he wants to not in a physically intimate way necessarily, but he wants to be able to let his hair down and to chill with his wife in a way that's comfortable. but really it's more private than public, and that's not that's not appropriate here. My it, oh um, well, it's a, if his chuppah was in the sukkah, then he could. Because uh-huh. then it's all the same place. But if your chuppah was not in the sukkah and your is patr, then no, you have no mitzvah of sukkah. You're exempt. So then says the Gemara. Uh, I should say maybe that's not true because yeah, no, we know. Like a I was just had those that was, that was where my brain yeah, went. The, the one one has one tostos one. and the Rambam about whether or not a woman who's patura from any particular mitzvah. So the Rambam was of the opinion that a woman who's pitura from a mitzvah cannot make a bracha. And the balei tosfos, that's how most of us hold, is that if a woman wants to do a mitzvah, so I say she has man grama, she's allowed and she can make a bracha. So here, I don't know how the exemption so works. Is Paskin. it, is this it, what? Svardham so Do not. Do not make a bracha. Do not make right. Yeah, that's a Rambam. The Rambam holds that way. And the Ashkenazim are of the opinion of the Balei Atosos. It's, it's almost a, a, a clean cut between Ashkenazim okay. and Svardham, is that we allow women to make brachos and. Uh, yeah, so anyways, my benaihu, what's the difference between Abayi's answer of the concern of Yichud and Ravah's answer of Tzachas and that he feels limited in, in his ability to kind of be a little bit more comfortable. So, Ike benaihu, The case would be where there are throngs of people. You see there's a line of 300 people waiting to come worship Mazal Tov. Under those circumstances, you don't have any concerns of Yichud. According to him, there's no concerns at all. But according to the concern, the second concern, not Abayi's concern, but Rabba's concern that it's not really a private enough space, that concern still exists. However, he doesn't agree with the Gemara that we just learned. Rav was of the opinion that you can bifurcate your experiences. You can eat in the Sukkah, seemingly chayr, Right, that's implied at least that you are in the midst of sukkah. The chadi and he would he would celebrate bechupa. The kol shekain the chadi liboy de kaavid natarte, and all the more so that in my heart. My heart was so happy to kaavid natarte that I was able to do both. I could be mesameach for my for my kala. I could be mesameach for my wedding at the Makam chuppah by the meals, uh, but not by the meals. I was able to eat the meals in the sukkah there. and then to be chad to celebrate back at back wherever the chuppah was. So that's we see a split in the gemara between these two things. We're going to stop right here at Tanu Rabbanon on the bottom of kafheimu base, and we'll pick up with kavav tomorrow night. Wishing you all a beautiful night.